Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, what up? This is DJ Newmark, a.k.a. Uncle New. From Jurassic 5. And you're checking out the library with my main man, Tim Onicole, on www.rapstation.com. Richmond Cali. MC Locksmith has just released his latest project called A Thousand Cuts, 12 tracks, which not one of them is skippable. Locksmith, thanks for joining me on The Library with Tim Einekel on RapStation.com. And Andy, don't stop with Chuck D. Man, thank you for having me. It's an honor. When I was born, my mother was torn crazy. They nearly gave me away to the wrong lady. Doctor says, sorry, we didn't see that coming, but there's no way in the world that he came from a black woman. I guess I've been fighting since birth. I barely had life on this earth. Already subjected to people and how they judge. Little fair-skinned baby resentment was in my blood. I would love to say things got easier as I grew. But conflict in my The first two songs of your previous project, The Green Box, were autobiographical. But it was like autobiographical on a different level where it was really talking about the the musical naysayers that you've been up against. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first track on this album, Who Am I, featuring Rebecca Noble, is autobiographical as well, but really, really personal, where you're discussing the prejudices the prejudices you dealt with as a light-skinned Iranian and African-American child, uh, then some self-esteem issues. So I'm wondering, why did you want the first track of this album to be that personal? I felt like it was just a per- perfect introduction because it kind of sets up the tone of what was going on with the album because I knew, you know, when I, you know, when I was making the green box, I knew, um, when I, you know, when I was making, you know, there are, like you said, there are a couple of, couple, uh, a couple of really personal songs on the green box. And I wanted to kind of like, you know, sprinkle those songs in there to kind of like bring you into, I already kind of foresaw what I wanted to do with Mm -hmm. this album. So um, I didn't have the title or anything like that at the time, but I knew that I wanted to kind of like, that was the style or that was the direction that I was going in. So when I started off with this song, Who I Am, I just felt like it was just a great introduction to kind of let people know like this is going to set the tone. Because I feel like that this song, like Who I Am is personal and has a lot of struggle, but then I feel like it is kind of like triumphant too. It's just like, look, it's like a new beginning. And I felt like it was very, um, just I felt like it was very indicative of, 
my career and where I'm at right now and you know where I'm at just as a human being too so I just I felt like that was the right song to start off with one of my fellow artists he said I used to rap just like you but that was going nowhere so to help my own career had to switch it up stressing he's one of my known peers then I realized he was projecting his own fears fear I had the courage of what he urges to be so instead of showing love he'd rather discourage me and that's how people feel when they deal with uncertainty and certainly would place the burden on any person but he and see it plain, but can't explain the direction. You could break the mirror, but can't change the reflection. Without an aim, and all remains is a question. I want to continue going on, uh, skip around a few tracks of the album. Uh, Imperfect, featuring uh, Jarrell Perry. I'm parked in front of this clinic, been waiting for 40 minutes. The girl that I'm with is in it, and recently been admitted. I play it cool, but I'm sick to my stomach knowing we did it. Sometimes I just wish she had it, though I never admit it. I get a text from my dude telling me come and kick it. I'm passing time as I rhyme from the driver's side of her Civic, or maybe it was a Sentra. Honestly, don't remember. What I do is the guilt and religion says I'm a sinner. So Tackles another tough subject. Uh, you know, you, it starts out with you making this, driving your girl, then girlfriend to the clinic making a decision about an abortion uh your your lyrics are obviously come out as like a very you know the supportive boyfriend who is doing what he needs to do and then there's another track why you leave which discusses the abortion as well but from a totally different perspective (laughs) Uh, and i don't want to like i don't want to ruin the surprise for you know the listeners because i think the way you ended in both songs and that first song is really dope um so i was just curious like how did this experience kind of change your life? And then why not have these two tracks back to back? Well, the song Imperfect, um, that was the first, that was actually the first song that I recorded for this album. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, um, in this album, like, which is a lot of, uh, um, which is different than all of my previous work. Like I didn't record a lot of songs. I just recorded basically everything that I recorded is on the album. I didn't record like 30, 40 songs and then pick like the best. 12 you know i recorded 12 songs you know um and that was the 12 songs i was on the album because i felt like i I don't know i just knew i had a story to tell and and i and i felt like if i really focus on what i'm trying to do then i can i can tell that story in these amount of songs and it was a challenge for me um and it wasn't like i set out to do that but it just happened that way um and with that and that particular song it's just like i mean it's self-explanatory it's it's all based on um you know my personal interaction what happened and that's everything about pretty much about that story is true it may not be exactly one like um like i kind of like you know when you're a storyteller you kind of pull from experiences so it's not that's that story isn't necessarily about one particular girl but it may be like my emotions and my feelings of different relationships that i've had although that situation is very true but every emotion in that situation isn't necessarily true. I may have been bringing emotions from different past relationships and kind of tying it together. And then the song, Why You Leave, um, was one of the later songs that I recorded. And when I heard the beat, it just kind of felt like, yo, this would be awesome to kind of like make it like a continuation or a part two, right. you know? And um, it, it just it just, ha- it just worked out that way. I was like, yo, this is the perfect, this, you know, this just fits perfect. And... Uh, because sonically, that song is probably the only song which sounds very different than the rest of the album. I feel like the way the music is, um, because it's produced by um, the Heat Makers, mm. who uh, you know is known for like producing like Dipset and like Kanye and stuff like that. And um, they have a very particular like New York 
sample based kind of sound okay. and that's probably like the only track on the album that kind of has that feel and, and i wanted to do that just because i mean it was an honor to work with them but i kind of wanted to throw like a wild car in there that just kind of sounded different you know right. Your story is played, so you should keep in love. I'm trying to play it cool and keep it decent, love. But you love what you do, so you should keep it up. You know that I'm speaking of. We was good. That that being said, uh, are do you write better when you hear the beat first, or do you kind of write what you, you you write down and then hopefully find the perfect beat that matches up? Um, I mean, in the past, I've done it. I've done it all. I mean, I don't like to restrict my way to one way of doing things. Um, but I will say that with this album, I'm going to say I pretty much wrote everything once I had the music, you know, uh, it wasn't like I had thoughts and ideas, but it was pretty much everything was once I had the music. But I do like I do things differently, you know, like mm -hmm. it just it just all depends. Uh, but for this particular album, I definitely like wrote the mu uh, I wrote the songs once I got the music and a lot of, and another thing that was different for this album is that I produced um quite a majority of the album along with my partner Mike Blankenship. So this is something that I had like I had like kind of, you know, messed around with before like on the Green Box. I co-produced some songs, but this is the first time that I actually like, you know, produced the songs, came up with the ideas and the concepts from like the very start for for the majority of the um of the production. So that was a different that was a different experience too to like make the beat and then like write to it, you know? Right. Um so it was kinda like they were kinda happening at once. So like, you know, like for anybody that's like an artist or producer, you know, a lot of times artists are sometimes the best producers because they know how to ride the flow, they know how to ride the beat. So as I was, you know, making the beat and you know, uh, having like live instrumentation, live um, you know, instrumentalists come in and musicians come in, I could kinda like feel the tone of how I wanted to do things oh, as the beat you know is being made so that was one of the uh, one of the great things about this album and I have done that before with other producers but this was I, I, I mean you know since I'm doing it myself it's definitely more hands on do you see that you doing that more so I mean in your future work or oh for sure yeah for sure we're speaking with uh, Locksmith, new album, A Thousand Cuts uh, so Locksmith you recently asked your followers on social media to choose which video from a thousand cuts that they wanted you to shoot and they chose uh and idols yeah fresh up off the runway just flew into houston me and my cousin here till sunday why you leaving sunday he said lock let me explain everybody come here for the strippers don't nobody watch the game so we stand outside for 30 and that was shot and edited in less than 48 hours why do you think the this track spoke to your fans I think it was just, I think that that song in particular, it's another song, it's a story, which ha, which A Thousand Cuts has a lot of more than like my previous work. But um, I just feel like because people, for one, I feel like that the way that the music is and the way that I'm, I'm flowing on the beat and the story, it's not, it's not, I mean, I guess it, it's kind of serious, but it's not really, you know, it's not that serious. It's kind of, it has a little playful, um, you know, tone to it. And I feel like people just wanted, you know, they just wanted that, you know, they wanted something a little different for me and that. And I think that was really cool. And I was actually excited when they picked that track because I was like, yo, I want to do like I had an idea nice. already and I had things in place like how I wanted to do it. So I was excited about um, doing that song. And um, 
and I'm just I was really happy with the way the video came out, and I, and I was very happy that the, that they picked that because that was like something that I wanted to do. So I was kind of leaning towards that anyway. I may have like wanted to like cheat a little bit, <laughs> but they actually did win. Like it had the most votes, so I was like, awesome, you know? Sure. Oh, that's awesome. Because it has, you know, it's it's different for me. Like I had never really shot a video or even did a song kind of like that in that way. So it was cool. I, I wanted to do that. Oh, that's real dope. Um... So obviously the the hardest song I ever wrote on uh, track number six on the album is tackles a tough subject of molestation. Uh, sure. What conversation were you hoping to get started with this song and kind of what has been the reaction thus far to the song? Well, you know, when I, when I wrote the song and when I did the song, it wasn't that I was trying to, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to be like sit here and try to be self-righteous and be like, yo, I wanted to do this. I was honestly, I was just like, just letting it out. You know, I was just expressing myself, my personal story. When I heard the beat, it's, this is what came out. You know, I didn't say like on this next album, I'm going to make a song about this, you know, like, right, it just, yeah, it just happened. And, and when I heard the beat, I was just, and it just started coming out. I was like, yo, and I had to ask myself, like, are you really ready to put this out there? You know, are you really ready to talk about this? And then I was just like, yeah, absolutely. Like I, I just had to, you know, it, I had to do a little soul searching to be like, yo, you have to be prepared for this if you're going to do this. And I was just like, you know what? I, I'm just as, as prepared as I'll ever be. And um, um, it, I, I mean, I'm just I'm happy because I feel like it's the most important song that I've ever made, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and when when I did see people's reaction and the overwhelming, just like the positivity that people showed towards it and for it. It just like it, I mean, it was just the best feeling in the world. Like I've never, I've never had that gratification from creating anything that I've ever made, you know. Mm-hmm. And to see people connect to that and say how it affected their lives and how, it just in a positive way, it just I don't know. It was just, it was like the ultimate reward, you know. So um, I just feel like that's what music is about. That because I there have been times where I've heard songs and. It may not even be about my specific situation, but that song like affected me in a way that just like you know touched me. Right. And um, and I feel like that's what music. That's the kind of music that I love. So when I was to see that I was able to have that effect on other people, it was just like, man, it was like goal accomplished. You know. So um, yeah, awesome. Father work nights, mother all day. There were no gripes. We would all pray. We were close knit. It was so strict. Well, to most folks, I was okay. I was so young, pre-first grade. Them condoned me alone, there was no way. But when it overlapped, it left an open gap. Call a babysitter, time to go play. And she was young too, and it was fun too. Kid away from her home so she would come through. To a neighbor's house, they had the favorite couch that everybody loved, and we would run too. But it was uncool, but we succumbed too did see becoming numb too this wasn't untrue what no one knew that she would do to me nothing else could undo young and unaware dealing with the strain there's no reason to lie because there's nothing to gain she told me strip down no need to feel ashamed she brought another child she said let's play a game my stomach's in a twist what you expect i'm barely five or six i don't know what sex is i'm giving y'all the truth so i can set it right this is the hardest song i had to ever write Yeah. In the middle. 
memory, I suppressed it. Depression is what's pressing us with the stress kid. I pushed away any woman I could connect with. That's what you do when you deal with being molested. Infested with impatience, I started aching. Hatred and deep guilt was the deadliest combination. Am I scarred? Am I flawed? Am I gay then? I've always loved women. That can't be the explanation. How do I take the rage, bury it deep inside, cover it with a smile, but eventually it will rise, eventually it will tie, a knot in your soul and boast. Then you just end up hurting the people you love the most. And I let it fly, nothing to set aside. It's never for me to lose, I'm already dead inside. Already said my piece, a piece of me fled in spite. Let's set it right, it's the hardest I'ma ever write. a victim of school teachers and cruel preachers youth coaches and catholic priests that do breaches and violated our innocence from within now that i'm growing i know that it probably happened to them a cycle of sickness with the only eyewitness is so terrified they'd rather lie than admit this or rather omit this and deal with the strain too but you're never truly free until you put this in plain view and i know it's like the hardest thing in the world to do but if you don't then the person who did it controls you and owns you but i got my chance to set it right This the hardest song I could ever write. All that leaves locked in me was behind a home. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.